What up? What up? Episode eight of the Fourth Quarter Podcast. You better believe it. We finished <laughs> each other's sandwiches. Well done, Carter. You nailed that. Yep, guys. It is episode eight, by the way. It is episode I know eight. Know this? Yeah. You're on it. February twenty yeah. third. Hard to believe you're not listening to this on the twenty third because we have real lives and it's yeah. hard to release things same day. So, yeah. kudos to those who do that. Coda, episode eight, I'm uh, just still launching crazy things at you. Yeah. Here's the thing I wanted to do, just for fun. Okay. Celebration of numbers. We're numbers guys. We're sporty guys. Coda, what's your favorite athlete to ever wear the number eight? Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. That wasn't even a question. There you go. I'm an Oregon boy, born and raised. Too easy. Yeah, too easy. What what was yours? Cal Ripken. The man, the myth, the legend himself. Oh, okay, okay. For some reason, the the K... I thought you were going to say Kirk Cousins, and I was like, that is <laughs> such a wild answer, but I, okay. I, I don't know whose favorite Kirk Cousins is, but <laughs> he's, sure. he's his wife's favorite. I'll give him that. That's true. Uh, dude, I just, I kind of wanted to launch that at you. I feel yeah. like it get more and more fun the higher we get, you know, when we get into like a year of doing like this, it. we're into like So like in. next episode, we're doing nine. Hell yeah. Wow. I love this. This is great. Okay. All right. Well, some big news involving... Your team, the Washington Commanders, Eric Bieniemy, hired as the OC. You and I have talked about this a little bit. Maybe conspiracy, going to be the head coach soon. We'll see. It seems like that's what most people would assume. I said there's happen. no conspiracy. If anything, the conspiracy is that it might not happen. I know. That'd be great. <laughs> Honestly, I'd be so sad if it doesn't happen. And jumping to the NBA, another thing, Mac McClung. What a freaking legend. What a legend, dude. It's just like a DC kind of day, man. Mac McClung was a Hoya for yeah. like a hot minute, and he this was is D- so wow. fun. DC vibes right now. Well, he's the all-time leading Virginia high school scorer. He passed Allen Iverson. Dude, so he's just got like the Northeast on lockdown. Yeah. And, and That's ridiculous. There was a guy who apologized uh, for writing an article saying that the only reason Mac McClung made it in the dunk contest was that he was white. And he's <laughs> like, and then I watched him dunk, and I was like, mm, sorry, Mac. And I'm like, yo, yeah, absolutely, no, I don't my think boy. Anyone saw that coming at all? That was insane. Well, let me hit you with one more, yep. one more DC moment for you. Yep, Mr. Jeff Bezos. Ever heard of him? Of course. Has entered the potential competition to buy the Commanders. Oh no way, dude! The Washington Primes. It's coming. Hey, you got some money there, right? <laughs> I would not hate Amazon no. pumping everything in, Honestly, man. Honestly, dude. Every, every Commander's game on Amazon Prime. I was going to say, you guys have just Amazon Prime lockdown. I am <laughs> ready for that subscription. I love it. Now. Well, here's a couple on my end, okay. since I totally stole yours anyway. Uh, no one really cares, but it was fun to watch Jason Tatum shoot an insane amount and hit 55 points worth of shots in the All-Star game. Didn't Jalen Brown say it was like glorified layup contest? 100%. Yeah. There was no defense played. It, I think the most interesting thing was Brown and Tatum being on opposite teams. Yeah, it was Celtics interesting teammates. to watch. It was fun. Yeah. I'm like, this is like what we get to see at practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this will kind of be something we, we, we send you off with a little bit. But guys, uh-huh. it could not be more tense when it comes to the QB market in the NFL right now. Yeah. Names like Fields and Jackson... Rodgers and Carr, these all being NFL quarterbacks, no one knows what's going to happen with them, where they'll land. No one. And it is just the days are going by. Yeah. It's crazy. It is legitimately insane. Yeah, so lots going on in the sports world right now. We're going to pivot a little bit, though, back to the NBA right now. I've got a series of questions for here. We've done this segment on the pod with the NFL. Ben's led it to me. Series of questions. I'm going to ask you, are these right on or dead wrong? Are these right or wrong? Pretty simple game. Yeah. 
Nikola Jokic is the clear MVP frontrunner in this season so far. I am going to say right on. Oh, okay. Tell me why. He deserves it. So I've, I've been listening to a lot of pods. I'll simply say he has the stats. He won it two years in a row. This is the third iteration, and it's better than the first two. Yeah. However, I will say I don't think he will win the MVP this season. But he is the front runner, I believe. That's fair. And I, I would agree with this because I think, and we maybe have the same person in mind, I think Embiid is going to win it this year. <laughs> it seems like a bit of a popularity contest at this point. Yeah. Which he's having an amazing season. Yeah. But no, I agree. I, I think the, I he deserves a third in a row. In we'll, get, we'll get yeah. back to we'll, we'll MVP. Get a bit that more. I think Embiid was robbed. So I'm, okay, I'm actually okay, okay with okay. giving it to him as wow. almost like a consolation prize. Okay. I mean, right. come on, you know? Okay, I understand. Let me hit you with this one. The Suns should start making room in the Raptors for their first ever finals championship banner. Absolutely not. Dead wrong. <laughs> Thank you. Dead freaking wrong. One, it still remains to be seen whether they can ever get past the Warriors, so good yeah. luck, Phoenix. Uh, and yes, I am aware they made it to the finals one year, but they didn't have to go through us, so. No. Um, no, this is Phoenix. They've never won an NBA Finals. Kevin Durant, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. First of all, try and stay healthy all the way through the playoffs, my man. Yeah. Um, I would love to see them win. Oh, I think it'd be great. If, if the Warriors didn't exist, I'd definitely be rooting <laughs> for them. But I'd say no, dead wrong. They should not get ahead of themselves. I'd be in agreement there with you, too. So okay. we're two for two. All right. Some synergy right now. Also, throwback to last week, you and I were right on with Kevin Durant, 35. Yep, absolutely. So you absolutely. guys should really keep tuning in to us. We know what we're talking about. Hey, you with this one. The Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving partnership will take the Mavs to the NBA Finals at some point. Not this year, maybe, but at some point. I want to ask you first. Actually, I'll let you make the take first. Okay. I'm going to say absolutely no way. Dead I mean, wrong. I completely Use dead the wrong. words, Coda. Dead wrong. I. It's not even that I don't think either of them are great. They're both great. But, like... I don't understand how their games are going to mesh. It doesn't... I mean, what was... I think it was like a week ago, right before the All-Star break, there was a game that came down to the wire. I don't know if you saw the clip. And they just, like, kept passing the ball to each other. No one wanted to take a shot. Like, it doesn't work having two guards like that. It just doesn't. Um, So, I would say dead wrong. They're both high utilization. I will say, um, I don't have the exact stat because I have a real job, but um, (laughs) they were something like the first pair of teammates to have 30-point games, both of them for their first, whatever, three games in a row. Um, And the problem is they lost all those games. (laughs) There's your answer right there. (laughs) So, sorry, dead wrong. Maybe these questions are too easy. I'll try harder next time, but no, 100% dead Dead wrong. wrong. Um, I think the only way that they technically would suffice this would be one of them gets hurt. And they somehow <laughs> they be go better to run. That way, right? <laughs> All right. The Sixers will get over the hump and represent the East in the finals this year. I know. It's a tough one. I went back and forth on this, too. Uh, because I have to pick, I'm going to go dead wrong. I'm really interested to hear what you say, and that's because I have a very strong opinion about who I think the best team in the East is. Yeah. Um, I assume we have have a similar opinion then. I think we do. Um, I just feel like the Sixers are very akin to the Suns, and I'll believe it when I see it from Embiid and company in the playoffs. I will say, my hat is off to James Harden. He has become a fantastic teammate, a fantastic distributor of the ball. 
highly efficient this year. Yep. The dude is exactly what they wanted when they were grumbling mm-hmm. last year. So yeah. good, good on him. Well, I, I would agree with you. And I, I like that you brought up James Harden because I do think he's kind of become this oddly underrated player. No one really talks about James Harden anymore. Yeah. But he's a really, really good player. Yeah. And he does what he needs to do. I think I have some stats for you. I think he's putting up like 22 and 11 okay. a game or something like that. Okay. It's like Steve Nash, Chris Paul, like prime numbers. Like he's yeah. a facilitator now. Um, so that would be the only thing that makes me think maybe they get over the hump this year because yeah. I don't think they've really had that in their offense. Um, but I agree. They gave me Suns vibes. I just don't really see it yet. Yeah. Um, so I think we're 4-4-4 four, four, four agreement right here. We let are. Me, let Can me I insert? You. Oh, okay. Remember when I told you, and I don't think I've ever mentioned this in the pod, but I just okay. need to say this. Even if I have said this in the pod, I want to reiterate how cool yeah. it is to live in Los Angeles. I was at Canyon Coffee. Yeah. Around the corner. Coffee Echo shop. Park. Amazing. Yeah. We just got their Best. mug, we believe. Yeah. Diner mug. Tobias Harris was in line behind. No. Of the Wait, Philadelphia Sixers. Oh, gosh. It was probably about a month ago. Oh. And I said, Shannon, that dude is as tall as it gets. I'm 98% sure that's Tobias Harris. And so then I got on my phone and I checked, sure enough, Sixers Clippers the following night. He and his posse, I kid you not, walked out of line because they were tired of waiting. I'm like, no what, way. What on earth is going on at Philly coffee shops? Dude, honestly, because it's good, great customer service. By the way, Canon Coffee, if you guys want to sponsor the fourth quarter podcast, we're here for it. We would record a pod there. I, 100 coffee shop. 100 cut of well yeah. done. Good okay. marketing spot Thank right you. there. Let me hit you with this last one. This is a little contentious. The new look Brooklyn Nets will finally win a playoff series now that their stars are gone. So this was a tease. This was a tease. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna still say dead wrong. Okay. I cannot think of something that would make me happier outside of a Warriors championship <laughs> than watching the Brooklyn Nets win a champ uh, a championship. Dear God, a series. A series, at least a series. Especially if things go downhill for the Mavs and the Suns. <laughs> I just really think that uh, be poetic. They it would be. That, you know, yeah. let's leave it there. That's exactly correct. What yeah. do you think, my friend? I completely agree. I don't think they're going to win the series, <laughs> but I would love it. So that's five really for five? That's five for five. Gosh, we're such homers. Well, I know. We are, we are great on time. Let me hit you with my spontaneous one. Okay. Okay? Uh. It's going to sound very oddly similar. Okay. The new look Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers will win a playoff series, or maybe two, with the additions they made. In the trade deadline. That's completely off the top of my head, so you're welcome. Okay. Um, not two. Okay. I do think they'll get past the first round. Okay. I really do. Okay. Um, and I think the West is shaping up to be uber competitive in the mm-hmm. playoffs because I think it's what seed like three through 12 is like all within like four or five games of each other. It's absolutely insane. Just based on that, I think the Lakers objectively got better. We could see that before the All-Star break. They looked a lot better. So I think they'll win a series. I don't know if they'll win a conference semifinals. Um, against probably a much better team, but I'll give them a series. Okay. Yeah, right on. Just because I want to disagree with you to make <laughs> this slightly more interesting, I'll put a stake in the ground and say no. Okay. Either they don't make the playoffs Ooh. or they don't win a series. Hot take. I feel much more comfortable saying the latter. Yeah. I, I, I really, I really so. do. I don't believe. I'm sorry. That's guys. Oh, right on or dead wrong. So fun. Great segment. Well, um, we are just stoked to be talking about the NBA. Yeah. What what a like a incredible incredible season it's been. We're <laughs> we're jumping in about sixty games deep <laughs> of an eighty two game season. 
But I'm sorry, the NFL was just too freaking was, good this year. It was year. too good. Like, too Next good. year around, we'll be able to catch it at the beginning. 100%. But it was, the NFL was too good. Also, I just want to say, it's so good to have my dog back with me, who won't dent me up, even though, what oh. do you think I'm doing? Just, like, pointing at you I or something? I thought you were just pointing at me. <laughs> Guys, we're back in the same room, as you can tell by me not yeah. sounding oddly robotic again on Zoom. But it is just good to be in the same it's space. And, and we're going to do what's called an NBA last quarter lead up. Okay. Meaning we've done, we've dropped three quarters of the season. We got 22 games of the regular to look back at. Uh, there's a, still a lot to happen, especially post trade deadline. Okay. And the first thing we're going to hit you with is we're going to do a, a little live segment here with you. I sent Coda over. Uh, my top 10 power rankings of teams. Currently. And currently. And unbeknownst to me, Coda filled in our preparation sheet with his own top 10. It's getting a little crazy. So we're going to aggregate on the fly here. But Coda, why don't, why don't you go ahead and give us your top 10 My first. top 10. Coming in at number one, fresh, hot off the press, the Milwaukee Bucks. And I went back between the Bucks and the Celtics a lot. Bucks are on fire. Ten in other last ten games. And honestly, I just say that because that's what Yahoo Sports tells me. They could be 13-0, 14-0. Who knows? I know at least in the last ten games they have not lost a game. Um, so just based on these being current power rankings, yep. I gave them a little nudge there. we got the Celtics at two. Just been consistent all year. Great core. My boy Peyton Pritchard needs some more minutes. Get him on the court. Uh, Oregon. Oregon. Oregon boy. Uh, number three, got the Nuggets. I think our top three, you'll say this, I think are the same just flipped around. I think we had the same top indeed, three. Indeed, indeed. Then I got number four, I'll go with my 76ers. I don't super believe in them, but it's hard to ignore the product that they're playing out. It looks good. Then we'll go with Phoenix at five, mainly because of the KD trade. Nothing about record. I just do think they'll be a lot more competitive. Six, Cleveland. What a great story. Mm. Love the Cavs this year. Seven, Memphis. I got to say it. Hot take, I do not believe in the Grizzlies. Yeah. I, just, I think they're all talk. Honestly, the Grizzlies annoy me so much. And they probably shouldn't, but they really annoy me. Number eight, probably the best story in the NBA. We'll get into that more later. Sacramento Kings. Number nine, Dallas. And then at ten, I put the L.A. Clippers. Ooh. Yeah. Little L.A. team. Little L.A. team. Well, I will say, just as a quick... Uh foreshadowing okay. the grizzlies are not going to get a lot of love today uh we we're going to have uh some esteemed guests okay. join us later on just to get ready for that and get excited yeah. about it um and believe it or not i don't know if this was intentional like if you only used the material i gave you but <laughs> we have the same top 10 I, literally when we pulled this sheet up i was like oh my god we have got to disagree with each other more though let me say this i spent a lot of time on my power rankings last night. Yeah. Not on stats, just on putting the teams in order. Mm, I think it's pretty clear these are the top 10 teams in the league. I agree. We both, We I did not look at yours when I made mine. So, yeah. Yeah. These are clearly, I think these are the most test, test, the test best 10 teams. The test best, the be, test best, best 10, 10 teams. Quote me. Perfect. Yeah, quote me. Um, Y'all, Boston Celtics, I have them edging Milwaukee. So our one and two are flipped, but we're right on with Denver and Phoenix at three and four. That's just just kidding. We have Denver Denver three, but we do have Philly and Phoenix in our top five. I flipped them. I'm more confident in the Suns and the Sixers. Again, I'm not confident in either to make a run, but I do think that the KD trade... I'm more excited just, about their five than the Sixers' five, so don't come after me, Philly. Um, we both have Cleveland at six, Memphis at seven, and then our final three, 
I have the Kings uh, at the 10th spot, not the 8th spot. Um, then I have um, L.A. a spot above them at 9, and okay. Dallas at 8. Again, mostly on the shoulders of Luka. Clippers, never going to stay healthy. Prove me wrong, Los Angeles. We'd love to have a championship team. It would be fun. It would be great. Um, and I will say our our uh, our Warriors bias is pretty much showing all over this as well. I Honestly. think, frankly, I think that there's a good shot that the Celtics are back in the finals. Just to give that uh, as a hot take. But so let's just aggregate here. Uh, all of a sudden, so Milwaukee and Boston, we're gonna have to just pick uh, between the two. Um, you go alphabetical even. I think I'm going to have to override you here just okay, because I wrote the segment. Boston's number one. You're welcome, Celtics. And here's wow. that's based strictly, here's the tiebreaker yep. record. They're that's slightly right. I, better. I think it's like a game better, right? So there you go. Bucks at two, and then Denver makes it easy for us at three. Yep. Okay? Four, okay, Phoenix and Philly. I'll give you Philly at okay, five. Thank this you. is my con- Sorry, Philly at four. That's my concession. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank and you. And we'll put Phoenix at five. I appreciate that. Moving down to the latter half, where again we got Both the Cavs. Cleveland, yeah. So what about seven? We also had Memphis, so that's great. So really, we just have to do battle here with eight, nine, and ten. ten. Coda, convince me why should Sacramento be the eight? What a great story! What a great story, Mike Brown. I might talk about Mike Brown in a few minutes. We'll that would see. be fair. It'd be crazy. Who's Mike Brown? He's the coach of the Sacramento Kings, of course. Better believe he um, is. Young team. You saw the potential all last year. They were talented. They couldn't put games together. They put it together this year. They got, I think, like the fifth or sixth best record in the league right now. Young coach, young team. I think they're a little more hungry. There's more energy. That makes me give them the nudge. Sacktown. Sacktown. One what of the greatest. Most beautiful names. Most <laughs> beautiful nickname. Just say it's cacophonous. Sacktown. So they're eight. I'll give you that. Okay. I love yeah. it. Uh, in De'Aaron Fox, we trust. Mike Brown, former Warriors coach. Yeah. He's done a lot of things like Coach LeBron in Cleveland. We're going to go nine, Dallas. Yeah. I had them eight, you had them nine, so inevitably they fall yeah. into that nine spot. Um, and then we're going to put the often hobbled Clippers at ten. Yeah, Guys, you can take that to the bank. Yeah, I, this is, dude. We're too good at this. We're too good at this. Boom. It's actually scary. Done. Friends. Uh, when I say this way too early, I don't really mean it, but it, it's kind of a play on like what ESPN yeah. does every time. They're like, it's the day after the Super Bowl. Here's a power ranking of the teams. And I'm like, great. We know everything is yep. going to change four or five times before we even play football again. Yeah. But it, it is a little too early to, to announce awards. Coda, we're going to go through them. There's five of them. I love them. Rookie of the year for you. Yeah. I was between two players here. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, rookie class, not super great this year. Amen. Fine. Two players really stand out above the rest. That's Pinchero in Orlando and Matherin in Indiana. Yeah. And I gave Pinchero the little nudge here because he's a starter. Mm-hmm. But if you look at their numbers, they're almost putting the same numbers up, and one's coming off the bench. So it was actually really, it was a little close to me. But I think if I'm going, who's going to win the MVP? It's not going to go to the six man. It's going to go to the starter. So I'll go Banchero there. Guys, you're not going to make any money on this, but if you wanted like the closest thing to a sure thing, you could lock it in today. It's not too early. It's already got his name on it. Like it's already been yeah. engraved. 
Yeah. I think it's Ben Caro, just as a slight connection. Ben Caro. So um, sorry, everyone. Again, I'm he's so a dookie, so I grew up yeah, more closer fair. to where it's, he you know, played. Yeah, but it, it, whatever. Understood. It's got a funny understood. name. Um, Paolo is insane. He's he is really a good. full-blown starter. He's he basically really the hope of Orlando. Um, I love Benedict Matherin in Indiana. They're, both of them, I think, are going to have great careers. I think that they, they're really... Just contributing so much. Yep. Um, and we'll hear some new names, thankfully, from our esteemed panel, which I'm stoked about. Um, Coda, I feel like no one's going to be surprised here by your most improved yeah. team. Most objectively, maybe subjectively. I say that too often. <laughs> but I'm going to say it again. Objectively, the Sacramento Kings. What a turnaround. And like I was saying earlier, you could see the potential last year. Really young team, lots of talent, trying to put it together. They put it together this year. So it's even hard, hard, hard for me to be like most improved. I just think they put it together this year. I just think mm. things have clicked. Mm. Um, but based on just like record performance last year to this year, for the Kings for me. Guys, this is probably the first time in our lifetime that the Kings have been relevant. And I say that again. I was born in '93. You were born in '96. Yes. So that's right in the heyday of of uh, the former goat, Michael Jordan. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Mike Bibby. Like, <laughs> well, Mike Bibby is yeah. probably the goat of that team, yeah. right? I mean, what a baller point guard. Um, that was the last time the Kings really challenged for everything yeah. with, with C-Web and Gang. Um, it's refreshing. It is. They are absolutely the most improved team. As a runner-up, I have the Cavaliers. They're not, not really. In fact, that's entirely not true when, it looks at, when you look at rankings. But mm-hmm. when I look at holistic team, and again, I'll talk about why in the fourth of these... Um, I I love them. I think that they have come a long way. And there you go. There's a there's an Eastern Conference and Western Conference answer. I love it. Coda, Coach of the Year. Yeah. Well, to pair it with my recent pick just now, got to be Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Um, I could say a lot of things about Mike Brown, but just rewind and listen to everything I just said about the Kings. It's hard to take a young team. It's really challenging to take a young team. We see coaches come in and fail very easily. Yeah. Um, he's obviously not a failure coach. He's very, very talented. Um, like you were saying, it's so weird to see the Kings, like, solidly above 500. Yeah. It's not even, like, a few games. It's, like, 10, 15 games above 500. Definitely. It's, yeah, so Mike Brown, it, it, it's a no-doubter no for me. He's got to be one of the most liked coaches in NBA Has history. to be, right? I mean, he is such a good locker room guy. LeBron loved him reportedly. Yeah, who doesn't in love Cleveland. him? Um, and I, you know, LeBron doesn't love everyone. And he, no. like his predecessor, Michael, uh, Michael, goodness gracious, <laughs> Magic yeah. Johnson in L.A., mm-hmm. Bron can get someone fired if he needs to. Oh, yeah. And I think that's part of why things have gone so well this year. I think I think Darvin Ham is, is, is the right voice in that locker room. But go, go Mike Brown. Yep. My answer is a different flavor. So okay. Mike Brown absolutely coached the year and what he has done to craft a winning culture mm-hmm. in that off in that office. Dear God, I'm <laughs> such a Fortune 500 <laughs> company employee. In that locker room. Yep. Joe Missoula, who mm-hmm. I grew up watching with my brother Johnny, who we're going to meet later on, was a West Virginia baller. Under um, Huggins, was he? Uh, under Huggins, yeah, Legend. and he was amazing. I'm like, I look at him, and I'm like, who is that? I recognize that guy. This dude literally stepped in right where uh, Udoka was the coach. Mm. They haven't missed a beat. If Honestly, better. Great pick, great pick. I just think it, that is so underratedly difficult, and I really think it's going to pay dividends. I think he'll he'll earn this even more so in the next twenty two games. I completely agree. Great pick. 
I, I think it is a great pick. And then here's uh, a great pick uh, by these teams. Yeah. They, in the offseason, acquired a player, multiple players. Coda, which team, which uh, acquisition yeah. by a team was the most important yeah. or most successful? Yeah. You answer it. Um, it's an interesting thing again. It's kind of like this uh, rookie class. Nothing like really like jumps out on the page. There's nothing like, wow, what a groundbreaking huge thing this was. I went with Brunson to yeah. the Knicks. He's having a career year. He's playing well. I think the Knicks being six games above 500 is probably better than what they really are. Um, I think if you take Brunson off that team, they don't. I love Julius Randle. I'm not counting on Julius Randle to be the guy. Dude. I'm just not planning on it. If you take Brunson off that team, there's no truly go-to guy that they can count on. I think he's putting up like 23-7 and seven and 6 or something like this. It's a great year. Really underrated signing. No one talks about him. They're six games above 500, well in playoff position. So, Jalen Brunson for me. And still, unfortunately, completely irrelevant. Sorry, New York. <laughs> so, yeah, Jalen Brunson, an amazing ad. Yeah. Reminds me of uh, a, a latter year where he was uh, a running mate to one uh, Luka Doncic. Yeah. You know, really unselfish guard. <laughs> Great alternative score when he Worked really be. well together, right? Gosh, sounds like someone you should get rid of and then add the most selfish player in the league to your team. Perfect. Well done, Dallas. Good job, Mike. Oh, what are you talking about? Um, we're right in lockstep, by the way. I had Brunson as well, okay. but just behind. Okay, okay. Donovan freaking Mitchell in Cleveland. Very fair. I thought about that. Very fair. Very fair. I think this dude was getting questioned a lot coming out of Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been unbelievable. Put up the highest score we've seen since Kobe, I believe. I think so. Was it a 71-point game, 72-point game? Yeah, because Booker's was 70. Mm, there right? you go. I don't know exactly. Those are probably the two biggest in I recent history. I think Donovan's was... Look at us. Higher. We're just seamlessly transitioning from NFL that? to NBA. Oh, Hell yeah. Goodness gracious. Donovan Mitchell, just personally, I like him a lot. I think he's great. Um, and yeah, I just think he has made a real impact for them. To have him and Garland do all-star level guards to run yep. your show, um, unbelievable. Well, let's wrap up with uh, most valuable player so far for the league. Yeah, I kind of spoiled this earlier. For me, I think it's... I kind of went here with what I think is going to happen. I think Embiid's going to get the nod here. Yeah. Do I think he should? No. Okay. I do. I think Jokic is dealing with the fact that he's won the last two years and I feel like people don't want a third repeat you know sure, sure. Um, or a three-peat I think just based on that I think it'll be Embiid but I think Jokic is objectively the most valuable player you're telling me the Nuggets would be anywhere near where they are without him Embiid can sit in Philly and they still win games yeah the Nuggets are no one without that man so I'm saying Embiid, but my my actual head would be like, if if we're honest, it's it's Jokic. We used to say on the uh, On a Dime podcast pretty regularly, my mind says Embiid, but my body, yes, my body says Jokic. That, that's wow. for you, Jordan, kind of beautiful to this this week. Um, I, I'm going to completely disagree. Oh, whew. Partly, again, uh, based upon, I feel like the Sixers are always there. I feel like you almost just proved your point. I yep. still think we shouldn't, on principle, give Jokic a third in a row. Okay. I've heard a lot of people this week, gang, talk about who it is, and it's like a list of like four or five all-timers. I don't have that for you, who have been three-time NBA champions. Yeah. Sorry, or dear God. MVPs. MVP yep. winners. Three-time yep. in a row MVP winners. Uh, we've had Steph denied that. We've had LeBron denied that. We've had MJ yep. denied that. Um, it's just not really something you give away. Um, 
Even Steve Nash. They even told me this. The beloved Steve Nash. My favorite player of all time. Two in a row. Two in a row. Almost gave him a third. Had the statistically better third. Sorry, the pantheon of sports gods Should says, have been given the third. No. <laughs> I like it on principle. Yeah, Mix I get it, it up. I mean, hell, LeBron could have had eight straight MVPs. You could give it to him every year. Tell me I'm time. wrong, right? Yeah, you're I mean, right. come on. I'm giving this one to uh, one of two guys. Okay. Jason Tatum in Boston. Right. Unbelievable year. Taking the next step. I really think that they're going to be the one seed coming out of the East. Yeah. Not a popular pick, but I don't care. And I think any year you don't look at Giannis out of Milwaukee and think he's probably the guy. It's just, he's just a freak. They call yeah. him the Greek freak for a reason. He is, he's just putting up those numbers. Yeah, I, I'm there with you. I, I like that pick. That's great. Again, they're way too early. We've got 22 games yeah. to figure it out. I can't wait. I'm thrilled. We're about to go full we'll, send. We'll need to do this, these exact questions again right before the awards come out and see if we've differed anywhere, see if we've changed our position. Coda, this is why you're so good at what you do. <laughs> Guys, we know humbly that we don't know everything on this podcast, and so we took it upon ourselves to think who are the greatest NBA fanboys, the yep. greatest minds in our lives, and we brought you four of them. Two were distributed one set of prompts. Two were distributed another. Uh, and we are really excited to introduce you to them. You are familiar with one. Yeah. He is uh, the songbird of this podcast on the male side, Annie yeah. being the other. And yeah. we know you're ready for another Jake Kademi yes. uh, moment we all? here. But first, we're going to give you our dear friend, Caleb Tuttle. And here's what Caleb had to say. Yo, name is Caleb. Uh, I am a Celtics fan, though I have no uh, affiliation with the East Coast. Uh, all-time favorite player is KG Kevin Garnett. Um, currently, you know, big Tatum fan. I mean, honestly, big Tatum and Brown guy. Just uh, rooting for those two and rooting for those two to stay together, which I don't think is a guarantee, by the way. Um, finals matchup, you'd most like to see. Obviously, got to put in my Celtics. And I've got some Sacramento ties, and it would just be nice to see them make a run. I don't think they will, but uh, but that's my that's my most like. Um, I think after that, I, I'd love to see the Nuggets in there, get a little uh, fresh blood, and I, I just love watching that team. Um, so I think that's my number two. Dark Horse to make a deep run. I kind of have a hot take that there aren't really any Dark Horses this year. I think even though it's like sort of new teams new names i think it's like sort of going to be a little bit predictable once we get to the playoffs but um if i had to pick maybe the mavericks just because you know luca's so good and you know you bet on them kind of figuring it out and and, and making a run like they did last year and rookie of the year i've gotta go uh paolo close second to keegan murray uh who made eight threes the other night and looks great um yeah go celtics great Caleb, thanks so much. Beautiful. We'll spend some time on those in a second, but let's run right into Mr. Jake. K. Me. <laughs> ben sent me some prompts and I'm going to answer them. My favorite, oh, my name. You know who it is. Name's Jake. Favorite team is the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Said like I'm from Boston. Sorry. The Denver Nuggets. My all time favorite player is 2003 to 2008 Carmelo Anthony. No doubt. 
No doubt. First NBA jersey I ever had. Cried when I was gifted it. Anyways, here's who I see in the finals. Or who's who I'd like to see most. I would love to see Nuggets Celtics because I love the Nuggets. I got family from Boston. So I'd be winning either way. Uh, Dark horse to make a run. Deep run. Here's what I think. If they can get a healthy team, I seriously think the Pelicans could be Western Conference final contenders. I would not pit them against my Nuggets to win, but I seriously think they could make it. I don't know how the bracket's going to shake it out. But if it was Nuggets, Pelicans, it'd be very exciting. I think that they're going to surprise a lot of people if they're healthy. And my Rookie of the Year prediction, I feel like the easy answer is Paolo. Um, He just seems to be shining. Uh, He's scoring scoring 20 points a game. Um, It's kind of hard to argue, but... I think that uh, I think that if the Pacers continue to outperform um, the season's expectations, I could totally see Benedict Matherin um, making a late season climb. But I'm going Paolo. I think that's uh, that's probably what you're going to hear from everybody. But that's what I think. Okay, bye. Wow. Well, that was uh, just the beautiful Jake Kademi. Oh, what uh, a man! What so a man! Much, so much wisdom. I know. I mean, so he's, much wisdom. He's proven so many things he to has. us now. I. So two things that Caleb and Ben said, not even two things, just something specifically that they both talked about. Jake, not Ben. Though I, you were looking at me. So that Caleb and Jake, not Ben, said about our Dark Horse question. Both of those were very compelling answers to me. We had Jake 100%. going with the Pelicans. I love that answer. I think it's a great answer. Really talented team. Seems to be forgotten a lot. Very talented team. Could definitely make a run. But I think I like Caleb's answer. No Dark Horses. I feel like we're in such a year of parody in the NBA that isn't that true? It's like, so well said. I feel like ten teams from the West could get to the NBA Finals, and I'd be like, hmm, makes sense. I think that's really well said. Yeah, yeah. and I and I think um, I don't think the Mavs are a, a dark horse at this point. So I'd say we'll take his other answer as very valid. Yeah. Again, Zion Williamson's biceps could raise children. <laughs> I mean, he is just terrifyingly jacked. I will say the. Finals matchups, it's kind of hilarious that we got Boston-Denver from both of them. Yeah. Um, Caleb is from the Sacramento area, so not super surprising to get yeah. sacked down. It's fun. I this is why that. we love NBA. Yeah. The, yeah. The, this is something we didn't get in Richmond, Virginia, where we have no team, yeah. and the closest team is the Wizards. Shout out to my friend Daniel Nelson, who didn't respond to my prompt. <laughs> uh, but the Wizards are not something to hope in. Well, but you know, even better about LA, just always hyping up LA we could have everyone from every team. Everyone. There's so much diversity and fan base here. Yet no performances from our two NBA teams. Shots fired. Sorry. Huge shots fired. Keegan Murray. Really interesting pick from Caleb. I love that. I'm excited about Didn't that. Um, about, you know, 12, call him a 12-5-1 guy. Not a bad Not rookie bad. year. No. Again, they've Solid already asked Paolo and yeah. Stone. It's done. Um, okay. Well, let's hear from our other... <clears throat> Two panel members, uh, two of my groomsmen, one of my brothers, Matthew Dean and Johnny Constable, but first, Matthew Dean. Hey everyone, my name is Matthew Dean. I am happy to be on the pod today. Uh, Your amazing host, Ben Constable, gave me a few prompts, and so I'm just going to answer these real quick. Um, My first prompt, favorite player, going with the king, LeBron James. Has been my guy ever since he was in a rookie in the league, and I'm holding on for as long as he's still in the NBA. So I, I favorite team is whatever team he's on bandwagon for sure. 
best two teams in each conference next up. I'm going with the Celtics and Bucks and Nuggets and Grizzlies until the Suns show me what they can do. I'm riding with the Grizzlies. MVP this year, I want to go Luka Doncic, but they don't have enough wins. So I think I have to go with the Joker three times in a row because he is just triple-double machine and tearing it up. And then lastly, most exciting team come playoff time. I am going to go with a little dark horse here and say the 76ers. They're kind of low-key playing real well lately, and they've got a massive chip on their shoulder. I don't think they're the best team in the East, but I think with a little health luck and a little matchup luck, they could sneakily make their way to the finals. I don't trust them, but I hope that they can make the playoffs really exciting. So that's the team I'm looking out for in the West. I am looking at the the Kings to see if they can end their playoff drought and make it to the second round. I don't know if that's possible, but I'm hoping for them. And I'm just excited for a great, great playoff race uh, in both conferences, especially the playing tournament. And uh should be a really fun end of the season. Matthew. Thank you so much. Such Thorough. sage wisdom. Almost 30 so years true. of NBA fandom. Matthew was probably a sports fan earlier than most. He has just always taught me things. So, And and probably no one has taught me more about sports than this man you're about to hear from. My younger brother, one John Mark Constable. Hey there, fourth quarter podcast homies. My name is Johnny Constable, younger brother of host Ben. Um, my favorite team is the Golden State Warriors, like my older brother. They're incredibly fun to watch, electric, uh, jumped on the bandwagon in like 2014, so a little bit before some, but still bandwagon. Um, my all-time favorite player, unsurprisingly, is Steph Curry. Um, I think three quarters because of what he does on the court, one quarter because of the man that he is off the court. I think he's He's the player, along with LeBron, that every other player wants to play with. And I think that makes him amazing. Um, The best two teams in each conference, I'm going to say in the East, I think it's the Celtics and the Cavs. I actually think the Bucks will continue their playoff woes, as always. And I think the Sixers are not deep enough. Um, In the West, I think it's the Nuggets and the Kings. Uh, I personally, besides John Morant, don't like the Grizzlies. I think that they're a little overhyped. I hate the Clippers and the Suns. Uh, my MVP for this year, I think it's got to be either Jason Tatum, if you're going with like a more exciting player, but probably Nikola Jokic because he's literally the most valuable player you can have on a team. He's always consistent. He always gets buckets and rebounds and passes, assists. Um, lastly, my most exciting team come playoff time. I think it's got to be, for me, it's going to be exciting to see the Kings because I feel like we've never seen them. And I'm just really curious to see how they do on a big stage. Like, do they rise to the occasion? I know they have a lot of young guys. I don't know that much about them, to be honest, but... I think that the whole nation will be pulling for them more or less because it's so exciting and obviously all of Sacramento. So 
I hope that they do well. I think it'll be exciting either way, but I have a feeling that the inexperience is going to get to them and they might uh, not go as far as predicted. That's my blood, Coda. I love that. And, you know, it's kind of internalizing something as uh, he was speaking on the Kings. You know why I think I'm so privy to the Kings? I remembered uh, a beautiful game, NBA 2K, beautiful (laughs) video game. I had a my player, it was me, Mm. and I played for the Sacramento Kings. Let me tell you, that fan base in the playoffs, at least on the video game, goes nuts. So I agree. I want to see that fan base in the playoffs, and I think it's going to happen. I I loved everything I had to say. Let's never forget that the Kings should have been the home of all-time player, Hall of Famer, and Johnny's favorite player, Stephen Curry, if they knew how to draft a guard. Imagine. I just want to leave the that NBA there. landscape. Wow. My God. So, Johnny's hot takes and Matthew's <clears throat> hot takes. Nothing super surprising in the MVP round, no. but I do think we got a little bit of uh, more flavor from the best two teams in each conference. What do you think about those responses? Bucks and Cavs is really interesting to me because yeah. it doesn't include the team that I think is objectively the best team in the Eastern Conference, but I like it. We're getting some more diversity here. Uh, I can live with the Bucks pick. The Cavs pick? Okay. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. And then, yeah, we had Nuggets and Kings. Um, I mean, look, you know I've been saucing up the Kings this whole pod. Yeah. I don't know if I'd put the Kings above a few of other, the other teams in the Western Conference, but I like it. I like it being out there. We're getting some more diversity on this pod. What do you think? I think it's uh, not surprising, again, that my brother didn't didn't give the Grizzlies any love. I yeah. do think that they're still kind of waiting to pop. Yeah. Um, I do think that I would respectfully disagree with our esteemed panel all across the board on Denver. I will believe it when I see it from them in the playoffs. I think they are very akin to a Niners team. Right, mm. very akin to gosh, I don't know, like a Cowboys. Who's yeah. like you guys can figure the regular season out, but goes to hell during the postseason. Okay. So I'll take. Um, but I do like Matthews um, Philly being an exciting team because I think we've already proven this. They have a massive chip. They have a lot yep. of doubters. A chip to get the chip. Ooh, is their motto. I just made it the seventy sixes motto. There's nothing <laughs> else to say. Chip <laughs> in the, the chip. episode. Heard it here first. Well, I also wanted to say before we close this pod, we kind of goodness gracious. Before we close this pod, uh, we kind of failed to mention this in one of our last two pods. Uh, we were doing an NFL pick'em. You and I actually tied, finished the year at ten and eight each. Um, so this is an incentive to come back for next NFL season on the fourth quarter podcast. Mm. What a tiebreaker, week one. Week one. We'll have to like just bring that in the next season, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to say that Bees will be doing that for the NBA as well. So starting next week, we'll start picking some games. We'll keep our records. Maybe we get Manuka, the misses, and me back. Maybe it's a seldom thing. We'll have mm. to see. But some things we'll be watching this week is quarterbacks on the move. Too many to name. A few big names. Rodgers, Carr, Fields, Garoppolo. Where the heck are they going to go? Where and that rhymed. <laughs> Another thing we'll be watching is Katie's debut this Wednesday against the Hornets. Hope you guys watch that too and hope you guys join us next week for the fourth quarter podcast.